Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another week of Faith Over Fear. Hope you guys had a good week last week. Hope you had a good weekend. Um, you know, going off of last week's episode, we, you know, we were talking about the company he gets us. And I know that a lot of people think it's controversial. And I know that we probably got into it a little bit hard. And some people might think we're a little hard on them. Um, so I just kind of want to reiterate real quick. It's not about being hard on people. And it's not about, you know, calling people out. It's just about living out grace and truth like we talked about last week. And so I just want to encourage you guys to continue to live out a life of grace and truth. It's okay to confront um, false ideologies when it comes to Christianity. It's okay to do that as long as you're doing it full of grace and truth and also do it biblically. So I encourage you guys to get in the Word first thing in the morning, stay in the Word, um, and hide it in your heart, you know, because that's going to be your tool that you can use when things like this come up. So I just want to continue to encourage you guys to live out a life of grace and truth. This week, we're going to switch um, gears just a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you. I had an extremely busy week last week. Um, I didn't really have a lot of time to prepare an episode. Um, however, I did want to kind of touch on a couple things um, just because it is election year. It's um, in the election cycle here in North Carolina. We will be voting in our primaries in a couple weeks. South Carolina just voted in theirs. And so um, I just kind of wanted to highlight some pol- uh, some political things here real quick. And so this week we're calling it Trump politics. So we're going to be talking about politics surrounding Donald J. Trump and what that looks like. So getting into it, guys, um, as a lot of you probably already know, about a week ago, Donald Trump um, lost in a civil case in New York um, where the judge found him guilty. Uh, actually, they didn't find him. It wasn't about finding him guilty. They just fined him um, $354 million. $354 million. That's liquid cash. Um, they said that if he doesn't pay it, they're going to start uh, seizing his properties. They also banned him and his son, his son's three years from doing business in the state of New York. And um, guys, this is a an unprecedented case. It's crazy to see what's happening to this man. Um, and just to kind of give you guys some highlights on what happened in that New York case. So roughly, I think it was like 10 years ago, Donald Trump um, went to the bank, said his properties were worth X million, wanted X million in a loan. Um, and I believe it was Deutsche Bank. They went and did an appraisal on the property, said that he was about he was in within the margin of error on what the property value was. So they offered him the loan. And not only did he pay the loan back, he paid it back in full with interest on time. No one was there was no damages found on any parties. In this court case in New York, the bank came in and said, Donald J. Trump is a great um, customer and we want to continue to do business with them because no one lost money. None of his, all of his employees got paid. The loan got paid back. The interest was paid. It was paid back in time. The business was booming. That being said, the judge still found him and the state, and see, this is what the crazy thing is. It's not the bank versus Donald Trump. This was the state of New York versus Donald Trump. And so what they're saying is, is the state of Donald Trump, or the, excuse me, state of New York came in and pretty much said, whatever we want to do, we're going to do to Donald Trump because we're the state and we can in a civil case. And so the judge came in and found him guilty of, um, they're calling it fraud, said that he lied about the property value and that way he could get more money. And so they fined him $354 million, which I believe $150 million of it, something like that, is all interest payouts that they're talking about. So you're talking about a court case. You're talking about a man who is in real estate. He's a real estate guru. He's a business guru. The dude's worth bukus of money. He goes to a bank and he says, the property's worth about $400 million. Bank goes out. They come in and they say, yeah, no, nah, he's right. And he goes, I know I'm right. I told you. I'm always right. And Donald Trump. So they gave him the money. 
And in Trump fashion, what did he do with it? He probably made Buku's more money. He paid the loan back, and everyone everyone made out great. And to the point where the banks actually said they want to continue to do business with Mr. Trump is what they said in the courtroom. But yet the state of New York said, now nah, we're getting you anyways. Now nah, we're going to get you anyways. And you remember the woman up there ran, I think it's the DA, um, Latricia, or I can't remember what her name is. Um, she ran, and her campaign was, we're going to get Trump. So you can now just go in, if you live in the state of New York, you can now literally be prosecuted for whatever they want and have to pay the fine. Doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't, or or I guess in this case, it doesn't matter what you didn't do. You can still get charged. And so there's been a ton of people coming out talking about this. New York is going to take this one on the chin. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that. I've already seen um, a couple businesses talking about leaving. A couple people already saying they're not doing business in New York anymore. They are about to lose. Like that $354 million you think that you're about to get from Trump, you're about to lose so much more. Because think about how much money he, the, the revenue he brings into the state of New York. Well, if everyone who wants to go see Trump Tower and he just exits and goes somewhere else, all the Trump lovers ain't going to go there either. New York just did. It, it, it's un, it's It's crazy. It is absolutely nuts. And I'm a big fan of Shark Tank. We watch Shark Tank a lot in the Campbell household. Um, Mr. Wonderful Kevin O'Leary, he came out and he was talking about it. And, um, you know, from a non-political standpoint, just from a business standpoint, and from a, a, um, I guess from a legal standpoint, he says, it's just crazy. Like, real estate people do this all the time, all over the place. I mean, listen, we did it on my house when we sold and bought a house. You go to the market and say, hey, the house is worth this much, and I need to borrow this much. And the bank goes in and goes, yeah, you know what? You guys are about within the margin of error. It is worth about that much, so we'll, we'll give you the loan. He did the same thing. He did the same thing, and the bank went in. So here's the thing. If you're going to find Donald Trump the $354 million and tell me that it's not political, then why are you not finding the bank for giving him the money? They appraised it as well. So Donald Trump comes in and goes, my property's worth $400 million, not a penny less. And now you're going to charge him $354 but million. But yet the bank that gave him the money, which was not $400 million, the bank gave him a loan. But the bank came in, they did an appraisal, and they said the value was. So you're going to, you're going to find them $354 million for fraud? Because they gave him the loan. They evaluated the property. They said the same thing he did. They said he was within the margin of error. So we're going to go after the bank now too? No. Why? Because it's not called Trump Bank. That's why. Because the bank's last name's not Donald Trump, and that's what it is through and through. And to continue on with Trump politics, what else happens when your name is Trump? Well, if you bring, you know, let's say classified documents or, you know, any type of materials home with you from your presidency, like literally every person in office has ever done, you could be your last name could be Clinton, and you could whitewash thirty three thousand emails and de- digitally delete them, even though you had sent them on an unsecure server that, if I'm not mistaken, ended up in someone like some server in a bathroom somewhere. But you can go in there and see her delete thirty three thousand emails and have all this stuff that was digitally accessible, and yet she gets put on trial. Nothing. Donald Trump takes some pa- some boxes, puts them in his bathroom at Mar-a-Lago. Or puts them in, uh, I think there's some in the bathroom and then there's some locked up somewhere else. You're trying to prosecute him at the highest state of law. And then guess what? In the same same season, you find that Joe Biden, the current president, did the same thing when he was VP. But what happens? Well, Trump politics comes in. And if your last name is Donald Trump, you get put on uh, trial 
all over the darn place because your last name is Trump and you get uh, labeled this, you know, cynical, evil mastermind trying to take down the United States, Russia, you know, uh, ally, blah, 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 whatever. But yet when Joe Biden does it, and this is what the crazy thing is, people, here's the thing. So Trump does it. Trump says, yeah, I took them, thought they were mine. I said they were unclassified. I unclassified them before I left. They're my documents. They're my boxes. They say Trump. I'm taking them home. He gets charged, and they're trying to put him in jail for it. But Joe Biden, which I can't even do a good Joe Biden, so sorry, guys. I'm not going to be able to help you out on that. But Joe Biden does the same thing. Where was Joe Biden's documents? They were in his freaking garage next to his Corvette, out and open for everybody. So his DOJ does a special investigation. And they find that he was guilty of the same exact thing as Donald Trump. The same exact thing. But what did they suggest for criminal charges? And I'm not kidding you, and this is not verbatim, but I'm going to pretty much, uh, I'm going to shorten it up for you. They said, Joe Biden is too old and too senile to charge, period. No one would find him guilty because he's just an old senile man. Yeah, he did it. He broke the law. He knowingly broke the law, but he's just too old. Same exact case. But if your name is Trump, you got to go to jail. But if you're Biden, nah, we'll sweep it on the rug. Or if you're Clinton, we'll sweep it on the rug. If you're Pence, we'll sweep it on the rug. All these people do the same thing he does, yet he gets in trouble. Same thing in real estate. Same thing that everyone does. I've done it. You've done it. If you've bought a house. Everyone has done it. When you go to buy something or you want a loan, you have to prove that the thing that you're trying to buy is worth what you said it was worth. Everyone does it. But when your last name is Trump and you are up against a liberal court in New York, you are screwed. And they can take money from you. This is what's crazy. Guys, listen listen to the magnitude of this. The state came in and can take all of your money just because they want to or just because they can. And now at this point, there's nothing separating it. That's the America we live in under the left. That's the America we live in under Bidenomics. That's the, that's the country we live in if we continue to push all these crazy ideologies that the left wants. Period. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, this is not a ploy to get you to vote for Donald J. Trump. I will never, ever, 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 ever tell anyone who to vote for. What I will tell you, and I've said it a thousand times on this podcast, I'm going to continue to um, say it on this podcast. We're probably going to talk about it a lot this year as the election's going on. For those of you listening who are Christians, God-fearing people, you need to vote biblically before you vote politically. And what does that mean? That means you need to take your values as a Christian, you need to take the values out of the Bible, and you need to put the platforms up against each other and say which one close, most closely aligns with my beliefs. It's not about the person. The people who you vote are voting for are, are sinners, just like us. They're flawed, just like us. They're men, okay? They're human. Let me say that. There are women that run for president. I understand that. I'm sorry. They're human, okay? If you're looking to vote for someone because you think that they're nice or they're or a good person, or they're, stop, stop voting then. Because you're never going to find a quote-unquote good person to vote for if they're in politics. All of our politicians are corrupt, politically speaking, except for, honestly, Donald Trump. I would argue that he's the only one that's not corrupt, politically speaking. Now, if you want to talk about corrupt on a business standpoint, financially, that's a whole different ballgame, okay? Complete different argument. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about from a political standpoint. So I'm never going to tell anyone who to vote for, but what I would say is this. Open your eyes and see what's going on in this country. 
You've got one side out there that if they don't like you, they will do whatever they want to you. Even if they're doing it themselves, they will accuse you of what they're doing. I say this all the time. If you want to know what the left is up to, see what they're accusing Donald Trump of. You'll find out real quick what they're actually doing. And now, unfortunately, you've got Republicans that are just as bad. you got the Liz Cheney's, the Mitt Romney's. And side note, I'm thinking Nikki Haley ain't far from that. But you've got Republicans that do the same thing. They all want power. It's greed. They want power, they want money, and they they will do it at any cost. Even if it means bringing you to a courtroom, proving that you did nothing wrong, but still finding you anyways because they can. It's absurd what we're seeing happen in America today. And so with that being said, what I would encourage you with, vote biblically. Open your eyes, see what's going on in the country. Our border is wide slap open and immigration is going nuts. There was just a case last week of a, of a nursing student in Georgia who lost her life to an illegal immigrant. And guess what? That illegal, that illegal immigrant was arrested in New York just a couple months ago. Now, answer this question for me. How did an illegal immigrant get arrested in the United States, but yet was still walking the streets in the United States out free? It's a great question. He got arrested in New York. And of course, New York let him go, winds up in Georgia and kills, kills a nursing student in Georgia. Our immigration policy is atrocious because Joe Biden wants it to be atrocious. Immigration's terrible. The economy, terrible. Foreign relations, terrible. You got you got, you know, war talking about all over the place. And the way that you left Afghanistan, the way that Biden left Afghanistan is the reason why all of this is happening now. It's a terrible place for us to be in as a country with the direction that we're going right now. So I would encourage you this. I told you before, I will never tell you who to vote for. I will tell you who you shouldn't vote for. And I'm telling you right now, no one in their right mind, Christian or non-Christian, should vote for Joe Biden. Nobody. Nobody. The direction that this country is going under the leadership of the left is terrible. And it's a place that you're not going to want to live. I promise you that. So that being said, it wraps it up for me this week, guys. Again, I'm not ever going to tell you who to vote for. I will tell you who not to vote for, and I will encourage you to continue to look at your morals, continue to look at your biblical values, and move forward on that. If you're in North Carolina like me, we're voting in a couple weeks, and I want to encourage you guys. And here's another thing. If you're listening to this podcast, get out and vote. Go vote. It is our right. It is our duty as United States citizens to vote. Some of you think that you know you don't have a voice. You don't do this. I don't have a podcast. I don't do this. I don't do that. You can go to fill out a ballot at the poll. All of us can do it. So I want to encourage you guys as primaries are coming up, get out, do your duty, and uh, continue to pay attention to what's going on in politics because I think that you guys would be, I think your mind would be blown if you saw what was really happening. Now, and last thing, last thing, do not trust the media. Don't listen to what Fox and, and CNN and MSNBC and all them, don't listen to what they're saying. Go find other sources like maybe um, I use the Daily Wire. You can use the Blaze. You can use um, even, honestly, Steven Crowder. Like all of these guys, they will give it to you straight. So go check them out. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. I love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Hey, guys, if you liked this week's podcast, you could do us a huge favor by writing a review. This really helps push it out to more people and helps grow the audience and helps grow the podcast. And again, will help further the kingdom. Thank you, guys.